0: Hello, everybody. Welcome to another Spooktober episode of We Watch Shudder. My name is JD. Who's here with me? It's Michelle. That's right. It's always Michelle, guys. We're here on We Watch Shudder talking about Shudder, which we watch, hence the title. Michelle, what are we doing here in Spooktober? What's that all about?
1: Uh, in Spooktober, we decided to put out one episode every day, every just like day. how, <laughs> just like how you and I always watch a horror movie every day in October. Yes. And now we get to let our listeners listen to us talk about a horror movie. Which yeah, is not the same, but hopefully I, it's still a treat.
0: It fits the mold, I think. It gets in there mm-hmm. with the uh, the concept really well. Uh, I do want to uh, send a shout out as I uh, have periodically to uh kind of lifted the idea my buddies marlon and jack and leanne did this with the podcast last year uh Uh and i was like oh that's uh that's a really good idea and then we started this shutter thing and we got that uh that nice little niche audience of shutter fans and shutter movies and i was like hey we should borrow that idea and here we are uh, yeah, we, I yeah. didn't
1: know the origin. I just watch a lot of movies. Is this, this the business. first time I've mentioned more. that?
0: I feel terrible. Yep. I'll have to. I'll have to <laughs> no, make sure fine. to mention it in the episodes leading up. I, just, I thought for sure I had said something about that at some point. Jesus, JD. For those of you who are wondering so, what's okay. happening, it, it's August as we record this. We definitely weren't going to just record a new podcast episode every day. In October, which, by the way, yeah. uh, I, I learned from Marlon and Jack and Leanne on Huntsville Home Video uh, for Hell's Wells uh, that uh, they tried to do one basically every day for 30 consecutive days. And oh, man, did uh, that. Did that did, oh, it it, uh, it definitely produced some fun results. It's worth going back Ooh. to listen to, by the way, <laughs> that podcast is called Huntsville Home Video. Uh, they teamed up with my buddy Marlon Wells, and that's why they called it Hell's Wells. And they did 30 movies in 30 days for October last year. Check it out uh, if, you, if you like podcasts. But anyway, uh, <laughs> got off track there because that's what I do. I ramble about all sorts of things. Michelle, what's the movie we're talking about this time?
1: We are talking about The Amusement Park. The
0: Amusement, amusement Park. Amusement. Directed by who? Directed by who, Michelle?
1: George A. Romero. He's a little lesser-known filmmaker. He yeah, he really made a liked of
0: things. Yeah, um,
1: that's about all I remember.
0: Right. Uh, and yeah. uh, it, by the way, if you go to the Shutter website to watch the amusement park, uh, it tells you uh, that this movie is from 2021, and that is not the case. That's when it that's was released, uh, because it had been lost for years and years and years and years. I believe it's from like 1973. Uh, is when this movie was made anyway. uh, I'm going to read you the the summary, and oh man, deep breaths, Michelle. This is a long one.
1: Yep, I'll be napping. The the
0: Amusement Park, directed by George A. Romero. Recently discovered and restored 46 years after its completion, George A. Romero's The Amusement Park stars Martin's Lincoln Mazel as an elderly man who finds himself disoriented and increasingly isolated as the pains, tragedies, and humiliations of aging in America are manifested through roller coasters and chaotic crowds. Commissioned by the Lutheran Society, the film is perhaps Romero's wildest and most imaginative movie, an allegory about the nightmarish realities of growing older and an alluring snapshot of the filmmaker's early artistic capacity and style. This lost film was restored in 4K by Indie Collect in New York City. A Shudder exclusive. Michelle, wake up.
1: I yeah, thank you. Okay, <laughs> I'm, I'm up. I'm ready.
0: Tell us, Michelle, your spoiler-free thoughts on George A. Romero's *The Amusement Park*.
1: Hmm. Um. This is more of a PSA than a movie, so it's kind of <laughs> hard to rate a PSA. I'm not gonna say that I wish it had stayed lost. Um, <laughs> wow. But uh, <laughs> no, I don't hate it that much. I just could not resist. Um saying that there are a lot of things that are just eye-rolly about it though and there's some stuff that's good i'm glad they gave us an introduction and told me why i should care about these people because i don't think if they had just started the film off that i would have cared but i'm glad that they explain this is a message and this is about aging and everybody's a volunteer and that's why they're not very good actors and (laughs) they tell us that and so i'm glad i'm glad that i knew ahead of time like you're in for a treat kind of like a butterscotch treat the hard candies that were all created at the same time and now and live in every grandparent's home in a little bowl on the coffee table um this movie is getting 3.25 and i think that's generous all right uh
0: so i uh i didn't even know this movie existed until it popped up on on shutter uh and i know uh you know i've seen season of the witch i've seen martin uh but i uh, and uh, rightfully so like they say the movie was lost for 46 years um it is, it's barely a feature. It comes in at 53 minutes and when you take the uh, the intro and the uh, the closing bits off of it, uh, it really feels like this would have been like a, like a, an hour, like it comes in like 45 minutes or so. You add in some commercials. Oh, this is an hour long made for TV movie, like after school special about old people. Uh, it's, uh. It's pretty obvious what the movie is trying to say. It's interesting that you say that you don't think you would have really understood what was going on without that introductory oh, piece. Oh, I wouldn't
1: have cared.
0: Oh, There's okay. I see.
1: <laughs> I'm yeah. a little more lenient because I know that they're volunteers.
0: Okay, yeah. So it's yeah. uh it's it's pretty obvious that this movie is about, oh, getting old in America sucks. Uh and it's uh It's very, um, you can definitely tell that they made this movie in three days with a bunch of amateur performers alongside a couple of professionals. Uh, Yeah, I'm going two and a half skulls on on the amusement park.
1: Okay, so that brings us to 2.875 skulls out of five for the amusement park. So what do we do next, huh? (sighs) Uh <sighs> I mean now I think we have to get into our spoiler section, although I think we could just skip it, but we won't. Yeah, we'll I talk don't... about the amusement park. Yeah. <laughs>
0: so if you if you wanna go see it without any spoilers at all, what do they do now, Michelle?
1: They pause the podcast and then they come back. They don't pause right. it forever. They don't stop it. They come back. Right. Come back. Come back after you watch it, please. please we are very back. needy. Please, please come, come back. back
0: like that little girl at the when he's telling her this story. Man, I sure hope you hit the yeah. pause button already.
1: <laughs> and they're gone. Okay, yeah. now we can talk about it. Yeah, <laughs> so... Um, I,
0: I, like that's, First of all, that incredibly wordy summary from the Shudder website basically tells you almost everything you need to know about this movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, the movie is just a, a really uh, straightforward metaphor uh, about an old man who is just dealing with uh being getting older uh, and how the world doesn't accommodate itself to aging people especially in American culture uh, I thought uh the the big finish was like they don't even try to hide it like you know exactly what's happening from the very beginning mm-hmm. you know that the two guys in the room are the same person just at different ends of the spectrum um it's a it's a very it's a very obviously told story. It's very easy to understand. Like it definitely feels like something where they had more of a, a of a a goal in mind through the the Lutheran Society and using this, like you said, as more of like, uh, you know, like oh, we could show this to kids in schools on one of their weird <laughs> film strip days. You know, right alongside yep. Hemo the Magnificent and other movies about growing up, and I don't know. Uh, it's, it's interesting as an artifact of film history, but, uh, and it's, I mean, for a movie that was put together with a bunch of amateurs in three days, it's, it's okay, but it's, once you've seen it, it's, I I don't feel like it's going to stick around with anybody very long, and it's just more a novelty uh, of film history than anything else.
1: Yeah, no, I think that's pretty fair. It is, like I said, more of a PSA. It's not so much a movie, so there's not a lot to enjoy about watching it. Nothing stands out as super great. It's just kind of showing you things. Um, It's very foreboding and makes you upset because his introduction is just, remember, one day you will be old. And it's like, thanks, cool. And then he's like, this is what's going to happen to you. It's not any indication of how we can prevent that happening it says this always happens so it's like even if these people are nice your life is going to suck one day it's essentially yeah the message of this movie it's very it's the scariest thing Romero made for sure <laughs> because, and it, uh,
0: it definitely ugh. explains uh, a lot of why it was lost for 46 years because apparently uh, I did a little bit of looking into it and apparently uh, the Lutheran Society saw it and they were like okay we totally get what you did here but man that's that's the way that's kind of way darker bleak. than we were really shooting for, so we're just gonna we're just gonna call that one a wash and set it aside
1: <laughs> uh, um I'm, go ahead they, there's a lot that um. The points it tries to make are very dumb, and there's one that, in particular,ly just in particular, irritated me. Where the old man, whose name I have forgotten, uh, and it doesn't matter, so I won't go look it up. Um, But the old man from this. Is uh, in the bumper cars, which symbolize real cars and right. an old lady runs into another person in a car and she's trying to say that that guy that guy was at fault. And the old man is trying to say, yeah, that other guy was at fault, but nobody listens to them because they're old and the old man should have been wearing his glasses and <laughs> the lady was totally at fault. She did not maintain a safe following distance. Yes, he should have been wearing his glasses while driving. Like, they're at fault. Even the point you're trying to make in your stupid movie are wrong. <laughs> they're they're bad. She was at fault. Do you not watch Judge Judy? You have to maintain a safe following distance. If somebody rear-ends another person 99% of the time, it's their fault. They could yeah. slam on the brakes and do a U-turn, and it's your fault.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's uh, it just irritated me. <laughs> it's uh, it's it's just um, yeah. It's again, it's more interesting just for what it is uh, in uh, in movie history and in George Romero's context. Otherwise, I, I don't see any reason at all to to make it a point to go out of your way to see this uh, unless you're just a real completist uh, or really sort of tied in with movie history and that sort of stuff. Uh, It might be worth your time to see it once, but it's it's just more a novelty than anything.
1: There's a scene where he is trying to carry home his groceries and he has too many groceries and he can't carry them all, so he just takes out crackers. Why is that a symbolism for a problem that only old people have? What does that even mean? We give them too much and they can't handle it? That's literally what you're saying.
0: Right, and it also comes shortly after the sequence where he specifically talks about how he's got to be really careful about his budgeting because he only has so mm-hmm. much money, uh, and then he's just like, oh, he's got like three too gigantic. Yeah, it's like I like the problem is he's got too many things and he can't carry them. Look, having too many things to be th- more things than you can carry yourself is a problem you can run into at any age. That's not something that's exactly. specific to being an old person. It's just yeah, it's uh, it's, it's not I don't well thought out. It's just there, guys. It's don't uh... talk to
1: other people's children, and you won't be called a creep. Just leave <laughs> other people's kids alone. Don't beckon them towards you so that you can give them your crackers. What is wrong with you? You're not anybody wrong. talking to somebody else's kid to give them crackers is going to be like upsetting their parents. Don't yeah. talk to the other people's children. Leave them alone. Yeah, absolutely. Leave them alone. This Absolutely. movie just irritated me. <laughs> but I, I like the the loop it does, the beginning and the ending where oh it's the same guy, but now he's he hates being outside. Yeah. And I get that because I hate being outside. So like I understand it, but um and I, I was very mad. I think here's what I
0: would <laughs> say. Uh I think this I I think there is a much better movie in this idea. Like mm-hmm. I think if they had actually like Put some time and effort and production into it, you know, really fleshed out the script and really developed it. And and I I feel like this idea could have been a really good movie. It just is very obviously a thing that was thrown together on the quick in three or four days with no budget whatsoever. Yeah.
1: Yeah, and it just makes you feel bad, but it also says there's nothing you can do to prevent yeah. this from happening. Yeah, There's it's no really message of like treat them nicer.
0: No, it's just <laughs> it's, it's just like, awkward. oh, when you get old the world is shit. That's <laughs> yep. that's that's the Good whole time. message of the amusement park.
1: Uh, yeah. I so have nothing that. else to add. I it's don't great. either. Say goodnight, Michelle. <laughs> goodnight, Michelle.